Welcome to the Christian Youth Camp Podcast. At Camp Chioka, it has been our mission for over 50 years to lead campers into a deeper relationship with Jesus Christ and each other. These conversations share the heart of our camp family in efforts to lead us all into a deeper relationship with the Lord. Check out our website at campchioka.com for more information on this winter's high school and college retreats. There you'll be spiritually fed and meet a whole lot of the people that you've heard from on the podcast. Today's episode is extra special because we get to talk with the girl, usually behind the camera. She calls herself the quiet version of me, and I love her so dearly. Her name is Rachel Wally, and she is a senior at Harding University. She's one of our counselors this year and also our media team lead. She'll talk with us about the vulnerability of friendship, and I've just seen that play out in her life the past month getting to live with her and the way that she loves those around her. On her heart today is the vulnerability of friendship that she has learned at camp and the importance of taking that outside of here. She'll also talk with us about the body of believers and how when we're our full versions of ourselves, God made us to complement one another so well and create heaven here on earth. As our media team lead, she has so many thoughts about how the kingdom is not built in the media room, but that we're called to go out and make disciples through the things that we do, through the things that we post. Rachel knows how to be such a light, both online and offline. I am so grateful to be friends with her and to learn from her every single day. So I'm excited for y'all to learn from her today. Today on the Christian Youth Camp podcast, we have the girl who's usually behind the camera, Rachel Wally, but I'm so excited to be sitting across the table with you today. I know, me too. It feels weird not being behind the camera. (laughs) It feels weird being able to see you. What do I say? (laughs) Yes. So this is your first summer at camp, and what has Camp Shoka taught you so far? Um, It's been a very crazy summer. I feel like it doesn't look like it normally does, but camp has just taught me so much in the short amount of time and like... Just about vulnerability and about, like, insecurities and, like, the Lord being able to just, like, work through that. And then also just, like, being able to see what the kingdom looks like here on earth and what heaven looks like here on earth. It's just been, like, a really beautiful thing that I did not expect to experience Yeah, this coming. You just said, like, vulnerability and insecurity. And I know something we've all talked about is that staff training, how cohesive we heard we were. And how everyone just showed up and was so fully themselves. Yeah. And you absolutely... I feel like you're the same right now as you were when I met you, which is just so beautiful. So what about showing up somewhere and being yourself is important? Well, I think it's just, like, the ultimate thing is, like, everybody wants to be known, and that's the only way you can be known is if, like, you're genuine and, like, truly yourself. But for me, that was just so weird. We've talked about this, but just, like, I am the type of person that just, like, builds up walls immediately. Like, I step into a situation, especially when I don't know the situation, and I knew three people coming here, one person – really well you know I knew yeah. Jackson really well but and Lauren and Jansen kind of but like I'm like stepping into it, I didn't know anybody and usually I would step into a situation like that with walls immediately built up but just like my prayer coming here was like that Christian's in the song was like I don't want to go if you're not going before me and I just felt like the Lord was coming before me like to camp and like just paving the way um and so I just felt a lot of peace coming into the situation and looking back being like I really had no walls up and not, there's really no other explanation besides, like, that was just because this is what the Lord wanted me and where the Lord placed me for this summer. Um, and it doesn't really make any sense besides that the Lord was just in it. Yeah. And so coming into staff training, just, like, genuinely being myself. And, like, there's, like, that room where you, like, warm up and, like, hi, oh, what's your name? Forget people's yeah. names. You know, like, that offering. But at the same time, like you said, like, I just feel like I'm very much, like, I was just genuinely myself um, from day one and, like, being able to see, like, 
how the Lord has been able to use like that vulnerability of like, that's something that's always been so scary to me, but also being like, I don't know, like there's so much beauty in being able to be vulnerable. And I think that like me being able to be genuinely myself, it like, it allowed other, not just like me, but because I was genuinely myself, because you were genuinely yourself, mm-hmm. everybody like here at camp, just themselves, like that created this atmosphere of just like everybody being able to come together and immediately starting to be able to like be able to work towards the same goal, you know, and like work together so well. Absolutely. And how have these people here changed your idea of friendship? Um, Something that I've struggled with my whole life is just like finding deep rooted like friendships with um, like just being able to, like I said, like walking into situations, always building walls up and like being able to have those deep conversations and having those conversations. Like we were at the pool the other day and you're like, what's your testimony? And that just like, kind of like freaked me out a little bit because no one's asked me that. I mean, like yeah. I've had the opportunity to tell my testimony to like youth groups and stuff like that and like in ministry, but never just someone my age that genuinely wants to know my testimony. And that was something that was so beautiful being like, like the people at camp have shown me that like I am worthy of being known. And like that's shown me like kind of like opened my eyes to how the Lord knows me. That's like, I never have to ex- have had to explain my story to the Lord. Like he fully knows my story and like, created my story and wrote my story and so like I don't know I think that what people have here at camp has shown me like that I deserve like I deserve to be known and deserve to be loved like wholeheartedly like also recognizing that it's like before coming to camp I was already known yeah but coming here like I don't know I just think friendships and like and that comes with being vulnerable too of me being willing to share my story and being willing to ask other people hard questions too and like I think just opening my mind to like what friendship is and it's not just about like oh let's go shopping and get coffee while those things are good you know it's also the okay how can we build each other up and like challenge each other in our faith because conversations I've also had have challenged me in my faith in the best way possible and that's how we grow and so it's like without those friendships like quote-unquote camp friendships that like want the best for you want to be known like that's the only way that we can grow in our faith and grow in our relationship with the Lord is by having like being surrounded with other believers and other yeah you know, Christians walking. Yeah, and it's hard because even at camp, sometimes I get nervous to ask the questions yeah. of what's your story. And I don't know why, because everyone yeah. has one. We're all here because we have one. Yeah. But we get nervous to ask. And I know I, and I think you have, like, said this as well, like, we'll not say something unless we're asked. Yeah. Directly, I'm like, why does someone care unless they ask? Yeah. But even my friends outside of camp, I know that they care about me. I know that they want to know. Yeah. So just how much beauty there would be if we just kind of said, yeah. God's been teaching me this and let a conversation lead because I don't think someone's going to shut the door most yeah. of the time. And also, like, it helps me realize that it's, like, it kind of, you know, slap me in the face being like, <laughs> I'm also not asking those questions of other people. Yeah. Like, it's not just me being like, mm, no one asked me these questions, you know, I'm, like, throwing <laughs> a pity party. It's just me like, it kind of woke me up to being like, dang, like, these are conversations. Like, I'm at school for four years, at college for four years, and, yes, I'm involved in, like, different ministries and different churches, but, like, in my daily, like, life with my friends like when we go sonic like what are we talking about like is it things like about each other is about other people is it about you know like how are we building a relationship together that like builds a kingdom you know and me also being like yeah they're not asking me those questions but like I can't be mad because I'm not asking those questions either you know it is so easy to think about how I haven't been loved well and how I haven't felt pursued in friendship and all these things and it's well am I pursuing the other person or did I quit because I felt for one second that they weren't yeah and, like, we're supposed to pick up our cross. We're supposed to be the ones that keep pouring in. Not because we're supernatural, but because Jesus is pouring into us. Mm-hmm. It's like the natural overflow is to love other people yes. and ask those questions. I think it's just all about service. I mean, 
at camp comes down to like when you're done being like, hey, like, are you done with that plate? You know, something as simple as that. And then also something as simple as like whenever you see someone sitting by themselves, just like listening to the Holy Spirit to be like, because there's been times where like I've seen someone sitting by themselves and being like, no, they're probably wanting to be alone. But then also recognizing that like that tug was me like needing to go talk to that person. And then when I go and talk to that person, it's just like so much greater, you know? Yes. And so it's like, I think also just serving and listening to the Holy Spirit of letting him like lead you. Yeah. And I think we're so focused on being led by the Holy Spirit at camp that those intentional moments can happen. But then I'm like, imagine if when I was at my apartment or at my house, yeah, I was like, Hey, can I get your dish? Yeah. I don't do that to my brothers. I hardly do that to my roommates. Yeah. But here, like as soon as I get up, I'm like, whose plate can I get? And if someone's sitting, I'm like, who can I go talk to? Imagine if we did that at school. Yeah. Or like at school, whenever like my roommates don't take out the trash or don't do the, like just put their plate in the dishwasher or in the sink and not in the dishwasher. I'm like, really? It's not that hard to put their plate in the dishwasher. But it's going to be like, but here I'm just like, oh my goodness, I need to eat fast so Lucky I can be serve. the first one to serve and pick up, you know, and wipe the tables down. But it's like, I'm going to like, that is not, that shouldn't be any different yeah. here at camp than it is at home with my family or at school, yeah. like in my apartment with my roommates. It's an hour I specify for our campers. It's not like, oh, let me serve because I'm at camp. So I want people to think I'm oh, yes. a Christian. But it literally is, I love these people so much. I see them work so hard every day yeah. that I'm like, if I can get your, these poor guys on maintenance, I'm like, yes. anything I can do for you by the end of the day, let me do it. If they can sit a little bit longer at dinner and I can pick up their plate, let yeah. me do it. Yeah, so then I'm like, okay, Megan, we need to take that same attitude outside of so, here yeah. and serve in the same way. Yeah. So then kind of going into the body of believers and different skill sets and stuff, how have you seen that play out at camp with these friendships? I think just like... I think uh, it's very easy to have a mindset of being, like, especially being on the media team and, like, being just, like, placed at media lead and, like, having that kind of thrown at me, feeling, like, this overwhelming, like, sense of being, like, I need to be able to edit, I need to be able to record podcasts, I need to be able to record, you know, YouTube videos and TikToks, and I need to, like, like all the things on all the ideas when we sat down day one with all the whole media team being, like, these are the ideas, and me being, like, how am I going to do all of this, yeah. you know? And then realizing, and it happened naturally, but also just, like, being open to the idea of, like, I don't have to be good at everything. Like, I'm really, really good with the camera, and I'm really, really good with, like, being able to lead and direct people where they need to be at certain times, like, delegating tasks and leadership. Like, those are my strengths, and I'm really good at listening to what other people want and, like, have ideas. And so it's like, those are my strengths. Okay, now, Megan's strengths are being able to do interviews for the podcast, being able to edit audio, being able to edit video, and teaching people video. So, it's like, okay, now what are Madeline's? You know, like, yeah. just being able to take all those strengths and, like, putting them together. And that's just on the media team. And then you take, like, you know, Reeves' talent of, like, leadership and worship and then, like, just the maintenance team and then people – you know what I'm trying to yeah. say. Like, just you take the whole team, like – It's like a whole community living yeah. within 100 acres. And it's like, I don't want to – set up tents I don't want to <laughs> rake mulch but like Brad literally goes behind the log cabin and rakes mulch for all day and we don't see him we're like what are you doing he's like oh just working like and like the being able to see like everybody plays a part in the kingdom and it's like you know like I know that like yeah scripture talks about that like and it's like I can write off you know scripture like that all the, all day but at the same time it's like and like being here at camp and seeing the friendships and just like respecting people so much and respecting these friendships so much being like okay this is what this is what scripture talks about when it's the body of believers just yeah. using their strengths to all work together to build the kingdom, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's like, I don't know. I just think that, I don't necessarily know if that answers your question, but it's just like, it's very beautiful to see when it's like, it's very, there's little to no conflict whenever you yeah. have 
it's yeah. just so evident here to see like this is God's kingdom in one place and then mm-hmm. this is just amplified times a million mm-hmm. it's like look at the kingdom here on earth and just like talking about Brad any background noise that y'all ever hear yeah. in this podcast is Brad outside yes. <laughs> using machinery not knowing that we're recording yeah um, and it's easy for us to get frustrated because yeah. like this is a project like visible to people and stuff mm-hmm. and then it's a heart check of what everyone else is doing is just as important. It's just uh, necessary. Yeah. They can't all work around our schedule. Yeah. Um, so just like seeing us all work together and grow in that, especially this summer since we have at campers for mm-hmm. half of it, has been so beautiful. I know for yeah. people that have been here before to see that in a new way. Yeah. And I think also just like going into like once you take what we learned at camp and my idea of like everybody using their strengths, out in the real world it's just like – not necessarily the real world, but out after camp in the summertime whenever I'm at school and I see people who are in nursing school, people who are in, you know, getting our accountants and things like that. And, yeah. like, and going to, whether it's a trade school, whether they stayed home and got married and are now a mom, you know, like, whatever dream and, like, whatever gifts that God has, like, used them in their story, that it's, like, that is just as important as me going to school for marketing, you know? Mm-hmm. And so it's, like, lots of times it's easy to, like, kind of like you were saying, be like, what we're doing is important and forget that, like, no, like, they're also serving a purpose for the yeah. kingdom. It just is not our purpose. And, like, it's really easy to get lost in being, like, I was like, oh, look, dang, I really wish I was better at, like, recording audio or, like, editing audio and getting, like, bogged down of, like, that insecurity. Like, I'm not as good as Megan doing this, but it's like, okay, but, like, Megan's also not as good as doing other, something that yeah. I'm good at, you Lots know? Yes. You know, so it's just, like, I think the comparison and, like, I mean – another podcast we talked about this with Madeline Matthew like the comparison of it just like is just corrupts what is good and like getting to be able to see the kingdom in such a pure way at camp I I don't know it's hard for me to express that and put into words but it's just such a pure way to see like the kingdom and I love having seen that through your eyes this year because you've just been so adamant on seeing it in that way and I know you talked earlier with me about running towards one goal as all of us and like as a body of believers what does that mean to you I think it's very, I don't know, I just think it's the ultimate goal. You know, like, I think lots of times we can get just so crowded by the noise of this world here at camp, whether it's, like, I mean, there's still noise of this world at camp, whether it's, like, you know, relationships, whether it's, you know, not being as good as this, you know, the comparison in all of our teams, but then also, like, out in the world, like, the noise that's going on, literally name anything, it's noise, you know. And I think it's important to, I guess, recognize that, like, as believers and, like, as a body of Christ, like, if we all just center eyes on Christ, like, and we run to this, like, we're all running to the same goal. Like, there shouldn't be, I don't know if I'm articulating this well, but just, like, being able to see everybody genuinely be themselves and genuinely be able to, like, um, work to one goal that it's, like, we kind of forget about all that noise because all that noise does not matter. Like, all of us are just centering our eyes on Christ and what's eternal and not what's of this world, and that's a beautiful thing to get to witness because, like, that's when big things happen yeah. for the kingdom, you know? There's so, so much more power when yeah. we're being who God made us to be and when we're doing the things that he put on our hearts instead yeah. of trying to, like, elbow other people Yeah, <laughs> during the race. Yeah. And then you've also stepped into a role of leadership kind of like as this body of believers and we talked with our campers last year about like everyone is a different like part in the body of Christ. Mm-hmm. It's funny because we literally had campers being like, I'm the big toe, I'm the pinky toe. <laughs> I'm just going so specific, which at first is funny, but yeah. then we realized how true it is. So I feel like you're like governing like this whole part um, of like God's kingdom here. So 
what have you learned in leadership and what's important to you when leading? That's a big question. Yeah, it is. I feel like, I mean, from a very young age, whether it was in high school, whenever I was leading junior high, like, lock-ins and stuff, whenever I was a junior in high school, being, like, so unequipped, looking back, being, like, I didn't know what I was doing. Yeah. To even now, just, I feel like God has put me in leadership roles and, like, getting here day one. People were, like, stand up and introduce yourself. And I stood up and John was, like, oh, by the way, your media team lead. And I was, like, I don't know what that means. Where's <laughs> Megan? Yeah. <laughs> that was her role, you know. But also just being, like, I don't know. I think of, like, people in the Bible like Moses and and how God was calling him to do something that was just, like, very scary to him. But he yeah. was, like, it's not about you. Like, it's about what not about what you can do. It's about what I can do. And I think in leadership just being, like, I just need to see people the way that the Lord sees people. And it's like, he's giving everybody a specific gift. And I need to be able to see those, like humble myself and not look at myself as much and be able to see individual gifts and like yeah. listen to people. Like I was talking to Callie yesterday and she was like, I can be a counselor, but also like this next, like the next couple of weeks, but also like I have time to do that growing up, you know, in the next yeah. few years, like, I'm okay with being on the media team. I would rather be on the media team for the, like, and take pictures and, you know, do her thing. And, like, if I listen to that and just be like, okay, that's cool, but I think you should still do this. Yeah. And you know, I'm not listening. Then it's like, I'm not, like, stewarding that very well in my leadership role. You know, yeah. like, and I want to empower people. And so I think, like, it's just taught me to be able, like, being here and being able to just, like, thrown into this leadership role, it's taught me to just, like, see people the way the Lord has seen, like, sees people and created people and, like, step out of myself and just, like, put myself on the back burner because I think also, I mean, during this crazy time of quarantine after, you know, in the springtime going home from college and, like, not finishing school at school, you know, yeah. it created, I think, in my heart just, like, this very selfish being like okay whenever I get out of quarantine I want to do this this and this whenever the world goes back to how I think it should be normal I'm going to do this this and this but then just like coming here being like what what like Jesus didn't think about himself for a second like yes he went off and like spent alone time with the Lord but like at the end of the day like the ultimate sacrifice was the most unselfish thing that anybody could have ever done you know like Mm -hmm. he humbled himself he literally was murdered on a cross you know like but the fact that that's not where historians and that's not where our story ends. Like, I think being able to look at that and be like, okay, like if I can steward people into like what they're good at and lead people and see people the way that the Lord created them, like then we, that's when the light of Christ is going to be shown the most when people are at their best and the most empowered. Does that make sense? Yes, absolutely. Because I think we think that leadership is putting yourself on the front burner and saying, okay, God's equipped me enough so I'm ready to do this and I have this experience so I can lead these people. Whereas really it's getting to a place of self-denial and humility as Jesus did, like the ultimate self-denial. And being able to say it's not about me. It's about this team. It's about what God's doing. And I'm literally just a vessel. Yeah. Yeah, and that's very, it's easier said than done. You know, like, and I don't do that perfectly every single day. And there are days where I get annoyed because I'm like, I don't know what my purpose is here. You know, like, I don't know what I can accomplish today. Like, And you live at your job. Yeah. And like, and then I get bogged down because I'm like, literally everybody's outside getting to fellowship and I've been in the room editing pictures that aren't even going to be shown until August, December, you know, like, so I get bogged down being like, I'm not doing anything beneficial for the kingdom, but being like, no, like the Lord is literally using everybody at every single point in time, just like, it's not about us. Yeah. So your media team lead, this podcast is part of our media. We have YouTube, we have t- we have all these things yeah. that we have really worked very hard on, like this summer intentionally for our campers to give them 
quality, wholesome content from people that love them. What is the role of media in the kingdom to you? Once again, that's a big question. I feel like... <laughs> I'm sorry, Rachel. I didn't mean to treat you. No, these are just things that I'm very passionate about, and I didn't necessarily know I was passionate about it until this summer, being yes. able to, like, see media in a ministry, like, light. Because, once again, coming from this season of quarantine and being at home, um, being always on my phone, always watching Netflix, always watching always yeah. being surrounded by these media things like I would go downstairs and my siblings would be you know watching YouTube videos and there's nothing wrong with that yeah but I just think that once again like our world is so broken and so there is so much broken content out on the web that's so easy to find you know and like because that's also the way that our world works now I mean progress like it's always been a thing it will continue to be a thing there's nothing wrong with progress but at the same time and nothing wrong with technology but at the same time like how are we using those things yeah. in our life? Like, are we letting it, like, are, is media governing, like, the mm-hmm. way that we think and how we use our time and how we spend our time? And, like, I mean, I wasn't in Cersei for three months at the end of the school year, but I was still able to meet with my 10th grade girls over Zoom yeah. once a week, you know? And so it's, like, without technology and media, like, that would have never happened. But at the same time, like, if we are able to use it for the good, like, there is still good in it and being able to put – um I guess just encourage that good is used through that yeah. and like the love of Christ is shown through the media like I don't know I get I think that also just like being able to be here and creating content for kids like a worship video mm-hmm. that's like is that a lot of work that's a ton of work you know creating TikToks is that a lot of work it's not as much work but it's still something you if know you want them to be good I think yeah. it takes time and, and I think that people don't understand how much time it takes but yeah. at the same time that doesn't matter how much time it takes if that's putting one more thing that is positive and true out on the internet for one person like it just takes one person to see it and yeah. one person to encounter the Lord through what we're putting on and yeah. it seems funny to be like oh they're gonna encounter the Lord through TikTok but you're like I'm like we made a TikTok about seeing a victory you mm-hmm. know but it's like the line is like for the battle belongs to the Lord. And it's like, if that sparks something and plants a seed in one person, that's what we are here for. Yeah. You know, like that's, that's all we're here for. And so I think media and a role of like the kingdom is just like, I think a lot of times it comes to like planting seeds and creating this like alternate option. Like it's like the world doesn't have to always be dark, you know, and always be filled with these crazy stories of sad stories. And, mean people you know there is there can be light you yeah know? and saying the battle belongs to the lord technology is a battle oh. that we are immersed in and that belongs to the lord too and jesus yeah. met people where they were yeah so part of our call is to meet people where they are and if our high schoolers and middle schoolers are spending god knows how many hours a day yeah on their screens like i'm just as guilty of it let's meet them there and that's something we i really have tried is like at the heart of all that we do which we talked with our staff about today is whatever we do, we want it to drive them into conversation. Yes. And I know you were adamant about putting that at the end of the podcast is do not let the conversation end here. Why is that important? I think, well, I just think so often, like, sometimes we listen and, like, what, like on Right Now Media, I don't know if you know what that is, but, like, the basically Netflix for Christians where yeah. it has all the Bible studies and stuff. Like, that was something that I, in times where I'm just, like, not kind of just stuck and, like, not really, re- like, if I want to read my Bible, we're just wanting to be, like, disciple in a different yeah, way and, like, hear a new light, you know, for discipleship and stuff. Um, I'll always go on right now maybe and watch the videos. And, like, sometimes it's, like, I close my computer and I'm, like, okay, that was good. And then I move on. 
and I'm not affected by it and it doesn't change my heart and I'm not like, it's not, nothing changes. And I don't talk to anybody about that. Um, but then also growing up, like my parents were just so good about, um, just having conversations with us. And like some of my favorite memories are spent, like, I mean, sometimes I did it so I didn't have to clean up dinner, but also sometimes it's just, I was very curious. My dad is so wise and just like sitting and talking with him about the hard questions and about the easy questions yeah. and about the fun things that I discovered in, in the word this week and the things that he discovered in the word and the podcast that he listened to. Um, he would always, literally he's listening to podcasts all the time. And he's like, I heard, in the, I mean, they're very intellectual things that are over my head, but even still like him bringing yeah. them to the table of like, and talking at dinner time or like after dinner and like, um, him just ha- being able to take the time to talk to me has been yeah. one of the most influential things in my walk with Christ. But then also just like as an adult with my dad, like him being able to pour into me, it's just, I'm very, very thankful for that relationship. And so then realizing that not everybody has that opportunity to have a conversation and to carry on the conversation or even start a conversation with their dad and have that kind of relationship. And so it's like, if that's something that we can bring with a podcast of like encouraging people to have conversations it doesn't have to be with your dad. It doesn't have to be with yeah. your parent, but just like continue the conversation. And like, then I think that that's just having, it kind of goes with media. There's so much bad, dark media in this world. There's a lot of bad conversations that people are having and a lot of like things that people don't need to be talking about. So it's like, if we can just bring one more thing to the conversation and encourage people to talk about what we're talking about here, you know, whether yeah. it's like about fear, whether it's about insecurity, whether it's about comparison, I think carrying on the conversation and encouraging people to be like, it's okay to talk about comparison. It's okay to talk about fear because, like, the devil doesn't want us to talk about it. Because once we talk about it, he he loses his power. Yeah. It loses his power. And so, like, when we can, can carry when we can <laughs> carry on the conversation, like, I think that lots of times, like, I don't know, like it helps. It loses its power. It manifests it you know? in our life, like the truth. Yeah, and it makes it more real, and it makes it, I guess, just spreads. Um, this idea of how we can live our lives and that we're not alone because lots of times I mean I go to Christian college and sometimes I still feel like I'm not like it's hard to have conversations but then when I have those conversations with people I'm like why did I think this is so hard yeah you know and it's not that hard to send someone a link like it might take a second of courage and then yeah if they say they listen to it what was your biggest takeaway yeah and then it might make them think about something that they hadn't even realized before that they heard because they were just consuming it for themselves but like we need to a lot of times process and like yeah that's why we write summaries of things that we read so that we know what we just listened to and also like whenever you um say like whenever we carry on the conversation, like that allows you to learn something that you didn't know. Cause I know in conversation, just being here, like with friendships, like we talked about, like I have learned so much that I've never even thought about. Um, and I was talking to Connor about how the Lord just reveals himself to us in so many different ways. Like the way that I've encountered the Lord is not the same way that you do. And it's not the same Kelly, not the same Connor does, but like, that's just how the Lord, the Lord knows how, how we need to see him, you know? Yeah. And so it's like whenever we have this conversation and we text it to someone and be like, hey, this is what I thought of this. What did you think? And they bring it back. And then it's like, it's just an encouragement with each other. That's like, we're not alone. We're not the only Christians on this planet. We're not the only ones thinking this. We're not the only ones trying to strive towards the goal of building the kingdom. Yeah. And I think the heart behind everything that we make, which we talked about this this morning, was that it would lead to genuine fellowship mm-hmm. and actual real life relationships. Yeah. And Jordan saying that his kids were excited that we had new YouTube videos up because they're able to watch them together yeah. and his two sons are able to learn the dances together. 
um, and like for our worship videos, the fact that we can watch that alongside our campers mm -hmm. and hopefully it'll like get recommended to one of their friends, their friends can watch it, learn about camp, yeah. come here and form genuine relationships. We say this all the time. The kingdom is not built in the media room. Yeah. Like the media room is to lead to the actual kingdom itself and to Jesus yeah. himself. And I think the like the continuing the conversation is more just like encouraging for it to be a launching pad of like, you know, like our faith is not so about podcasts and it's not about, you know, conferences and it's not about just sitting like reading our Bible by ourselves. Like, yes, mm -hmm. that's to build a relationship with the Lord and to like center ourselves and to root ourselves in the scripture and in the word, but it's just like a launching pad so we can go out and tell more people yeah. about it. And so whenever we carry on the conversation, that's like encouraging them to jump off that launching pad yes. and to go and tell people about it. Genuine yeah. relationship with Jesus is the end goal. Yeah. Everything else is just a means to it. Scripture is mm -hmm. a means to it. Prayer is a means to it. Yeah. Podcasts are a means to it, but like genuine relationship with Christ yeah. is what we're here for. And that's part of why I'm excited like about this podcast and other things that we're offering is when I want to like check in with my campers throughout the mm -hmm. year, because we'll make like group meetings and whatever with our cabins, we'll be like, okay, let's all like listen every week together yeah. and everyone's some their biggest takeaway and just stuff like that that can keep us walking in the same way and like experiencing the same things, um, but letting God work yeah. how he does so differently in each of us. So then you know the last two questions because I you do. made them up. <laughs> First one, what would you tell yourself before coming to camp a month ago? Oh my goodness. <laughs> I feel like... <laughs> I feel like I've told this story a few times, but never on the podcast. So, um, before coming to camp, like I, I'm doing my internship for camp and to graduate, I had to have an internship and everybody at school got basically confirmed their internship in December. I didn't confirm mine until spring break. <laughs> and so I was just, once again, the prayer was just like, Lord, I don't want to go anywhere that you're not going before me. Like if I am supposed to go into the corporate world, which I did not want to do. I was like, I'm willing to do that if that's where you're going to send me. But like, if you also are going to send me to a camp or to a ministry, a nonprofit, like, like that's what I want to do. But also like, that's <laughs> where my heart part. is. Yeah. But like, but also like, if you have a different plan for me, like redirect my heart. Um, and so I was applying to a bunch of other camps that I knew of and like other ministries that were closer to home. And then you know, Jackson told me about camp and I was like, okay, like I'll do it because he kept talking about it, but then didn't really want to apply. Cause I was like, I'm not going to go to Louisiana. I know no one. Like <laughs> that's kind of weird. Kinda weird. <laughs> yeah. And then I applied just so he would stop asking me if I'd applied. And then <laughs> <laughs> that, see, that is the Holy spirit because Jackson Thacker is not that persistent <laughs> of a human. So for him to be persistent yeah. is God in him. Very true. And so I think he's probably texting me like three times. And finally he was like, I was like, okay, I'll do it. We're about to go to concert. Um, my family was in town. My mom's like, just do it. And I yeah. was like, that's true. So I did it before they came. And um, I just, the whole time, I like, I feel like I almost slept walk here in a sense <laughs> because I didn't, I, and I don't really ever remember, how, like, I didn't have an interview. I just called and John was like, yeah, whatever you need for your internship, I'll meet. And I was like, awesome. <laughs> um, but just, I think I would tell myself, like, why, like, don't doubt yeah. what the Lord is doing in your life. Don't doubt that this is the place where you're supposed to be because literally the way you got here is evidence of it in itself that yeah. like you're supposed to be here. And like there are times where sometimes I'm like, what am I doing? Kind of like we're saying, what am I doing here? I'm not even ministering. Like campers aren't even here, you know, right yeah. now. Um, but just, I wouldn't like, don't doubt what the Lord is doing in your life. Like he's been faithful. Like in the worship video we did, like I... <laughs> don't usually sing. I don't usually do stuff like that. I don't lead, but like 
I was able to leave goodness of God. And it's like, for all my life, you have been faithful. Like from the beginning of time when I was 20 years old to now, like I've seen the Lord working in my life. And it's like, why do I, like, why do I ever doubt? And so I guess I just be like, don't try and control it. Like, don't doubt. Like, just walk boldly. I love that Drive so boldly much. to camp. Drive boldly. <laughs> Here I go. I don't know where I'm Four going. Four hours down the road to some nowhere Louisiana. Two hands. <laughs> um, and then, what do you want to tell yourself in December when you have been away from Louisiana for a couple months? In December. <laughs> I would probably tell myself. Um, just, like... I think it goes back to being numb because I feel winter is my least favorite season and of all time. I don't like being cold. I don't like being sad. I don't like you need going to, be to here bed this summer. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, and I've also struggled with like anxiety and depression in my life and that's part of my story. And um, usually that's like, it's easy to fall into that in the winter time. Just like people talk about all the time, yeah. science. But I think I would tell myself that like, the Lord is still present in December and in July. Like, He's always present. Like, yeah. the Holy Spirit is inside of you. Like, it's you, not changing. You, yeah, it's not changing. He's not going anywhere, you know. Um, but to be faithful to seek after Him and then also realize that, like, whenever, like, draw near Him, He will draw near you, like, in every single way. And, like, if I do feel distant in December, if I feel close to the Lord in December, like, He's still the same God, you know, that he is yes. now whenever I see people, I see him every single day and I see the kingdom every single day. That's like, the kingdom still exists in December as it does now in June, you know, and yeah. it is now in July. And so I think also going back to the whole friendships things, like if I'm, whatever the school year looks like, cause it's going to look different this year. Like I'm still known by the people here. I'm still known by the Lord and like to just encourage to take the things that I've learned about asking real conversations, not being afraid of using my gifts and not being afraid of surrendering myself to see other people. The Lord, I, I guess just like apply everything that I've learned. Yeah. You know, um, it was kingdom manifest in other places. Yeah, Cause if it's happening now, there's no reason. And, it, and if I Literally need no reason. <laughs> no reason that it's not happening in December. And if, if I am supposed to see people for who they are and for who Jesus created them to be in the way Jesus sees them, yeah. then it's like, why am I not supposed to see people like that in December when I'm annoyed at my family because I've been on Christmas break with them for two weeks and I'm like, <laughs> you know, Can going crazy. Yeah. Yes. You know, I, I do know, Rachel. Yes. This was so fun <laughs> to have you on this side of the camera. It's been fun. <laughs> You're ready to go back. So yes. I'll send you back. <laughs> Heavenly Father, thank you so much for sending Rachel here and thank you for Jackson's persistency in getting her to fill out that application. Thank you for the projects that you've given us to work on. Thank you for this podcast. Thank you for our YouTube channel. Thank you for all the ways that you're growing Camp Chioka. And we just pray over all of our campers listening, Lord, that you would bless them by the work that we're doing, that they would learn of your goodness, that they would learn of your faithfulness through our stories and through our testimonies, God, and that they would be drawn into a deeper and more intimate relationship with you. God, thank you for knowing us. Thank you for knowing us so, so well, more than we can fathom. Um, that you know our hearts, that you know our desires, and that you want to fulfill them just simply with who you are. Lord, we pray over every camper and every listener that they would feel known by you, that they would feel accepted by you, that they would feel loved by you. And God, I pray that you would give us the determination to seek out community who makes us feel known as well, who is the manifestation of who you are in our lives, and that from the flow of your love, we would have the courage to make others feel known, uh, that we could see people as you see them. God, thank you so much for your kingdom here on earth. Thank you so much for the skill sets that you have given us. 
I pray for discernment as we find those skill sets as we see what you've equipped us with so that we can best serve you, so that we can best complement each other as the body of believers working towards one goal. Lord, I pray over every division in this world. I pray that you would remind us of that one goal, of the one truth, of your one sign, and that we would find unity in that gospel. God, thank you for media. Thank you that media is not built in the kingdom, or the kingdom is not built in the media room, um, but that you want to build your kingdom here on earth and that you've given us an avenue to do so. We love you so much. It is in your son's name that we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank y'all so much for listening. Since the kingdom is not built in the media room, it is our hope that you take these ideas into real life conversations with friends, family, and the Lord. Be sure to find us anywhere you can scroll at Camp Yoga and live knowing that you are loved. Mm -hmm.